I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot the shot. I'm coming in hot. Hello, it's your girl Stephanie, and you are now listening in to Inside Beauty Inspires, where we motivate, encourage, and inspire through biblical principles. Shout out to my co-host Ty that couldn't be with me today, but we will see her and hear from her on next weekend. Listen, just want to give a shout out to the community, to all the friends and families that have come together for Kalea. Um, it's been an outpouring of love. You know, we still have the Fund Me up as well. If you go to my page, Stephanie Fowler, you know, I have it posted on my page as well. Um, you know, Ty is at home uh, with Kalea. They are doing well. Um, prayers are appreciated. We thank you guys. We just thank you all for the love and the support. And, you know, just showing the importance in the community when it comes down to dealing with things of this matter, um, which leads me into what I want to talk about today. So, um, you know, shout out to the ladies of Iron Sharpens Iron. Every morning we get up at 6 a.m. and we seek first the kingdom of God. And we have Bible studies, 6 a.m. Yes, it's real. We've been doing it now. It's been six years. I've talked, I've spoken about it before um, on the prayer, on on air, um, haven't given a lot of information to to that, but if you are interested in being a part of it, definitely look me up on Facebook, Stephanie Fowler, and just inbox me. I'm very personable. Um, I'm not, you know, I, I talk back, I speak back, and, you know, let's interact with each other, but it's important for us to seek first the kingdom of God, to get to know Him. Um, you know, everything that's created came through Him, which leads me to what we've been talking about. You know, we've been talking about wisdom. We've been talking about how important it is to have wisdom. I bet some of you guys didn't know that wisdom speaks. Yes, she actually does speak. And when I say she speaks, it's okay. So I was doing a Bible studies. It was uh, probably about two or three years ago. And um, I, I came into, I came, I ran into a friend of mine and and I was talking about, we were talking, having a discussion about the Bible. And he says, um, you know, um, God doesn't answer everybody's prayers. And I said, yes, he does. You know, he answers prayers. You know, it was like a back and forth type of thing because I was, you know, that Bible Bible scholar, you know, no, God loves us all. I, he loves us all. And and I think that was the discussion. He was like, he doesn't love everybody. I said, yes, he does. He said, go go to Proverbs 8. So he takes me to Proverbs 8, and there's one particular verse um, that he shows me, and he says, um, I love those who love me. And so when I read that I love those who love me, I said, well, I don't have a problem. I guess, you know, I, that means he loves me because I love him. So let's just end it right there. But Again, me loving the word like I do, I wanted to know more. So it was probably weeks or months later that I went back and discovered um, math, I mean, sorry, Proverbs 8. I was actually talking about wisdom. And I was like, you know, I want to know more about wisdom. So, you know, Google is our best friend. All we have to do is put Google and put in our whatever we want to know, and it's going to pop up, right? And so I put in wisdom. And to my surprise, the verse that he gave me, Proverbs 8, um, I believe it was Proverbs 8, 17. I have to go back and look at it uh, specifically. But um, that verse, it popped up. So I was like, wait, what do we have here? Because, you know, when he was telling me this, he was talking about God. So I was like, no, God loves everybody. So we're having a conversation about God. But then when I'm looking up the word wisdom, this is the scripture that pulls up. So I want to share with you guys what Proverbs 8 says. And I, do, I, and I, I know you guys have heard me say wisdom speaks because she really does speak. What do I mean by that? If you guys would turn with me to Proverbs 8, it says, Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? 
at the highest point along the way where the path meets. She takes her stand beside the gate leading into the city. At the entrance, she cries out. To you all people, I cry out. I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, set your hearts on it. Listen, for I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right. My mouth speaks what is true, for my lips detest wickedness. All the words of my mouth are just. None of them is crooked or perverse. To the discerning, all of them are upright. They are upright to those who have found knowledge. Choose my instructions instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. Counsel and sound judgment are mine. I have insight. I have power. By me, kings reign and rulers issue decrees that are just. By me, princes govern and nobles all who rule on earth. I love those who love me and those who seek me, find me. Pause. It was um, Proverbs 8, 17. With me, riches and honor, enduring wealth, and prosperity. My fruit is better than fine gold. What I yield surpasses silver, choice silver. I walk in the way of righteousness along the paths of justice, bestowing a rich inheritance on those who love me and making their treasures full. The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works before his deeds of old. I was formed long ago at the very beginning when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water, before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth. Before he made the world or its fields or any of the dust of the earth, I was there. When he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizons on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above and fixed securely the foundations of the deep, when he gave the sea its boundaries so that the waters would not overstep his command. And when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world and delighting in mankind. Now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. For those who find me, find life and receive favor from the Lord. But those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. Let's really talk about Proverbs 8 because wisdom is always referred to as she. And I think that's important. I really do. Now, God gave me this great revelation. Everybody probably is not going to agree with me, but it was my revelation and God gave it to me because when I kept reading about wisdom, all I would see is she It would always have she. And so men out there, women have wisdom. And you know why I think that we have wisdom? Again, it's my revelation. <laughs> I feel like because we came from the inside of a man, you know, he, he took a, he took the rib and formed us from, and that's the closest thing to your heart. And wisdom speaks. She was there in the beginning of time, the very beginning of time. When you find wisdom, you find favor with the Lord. When you find a wife with us, the Bible says you find favor with the Lord. So there's something about wisdom that women do carry. There's something about wisdom that men carry as well. 
Um, but it's important for us to get into this word. Wisdom is always referred to as a woman. You know, shout out to our ladies. <laughs> I just want to put that out there because you know, you know, we, you know, we got the song James Brown. This is a man's world, and we do understand all of that, and everything is all good, and everything there. But whenever we're getting into the truth and the word of God, you know, and talking about wisdom, wisdom takes her message to the streets, and she offers it to anyone who wants it. No, anybody can have wisdom. Anybody can have it. God will give it to you freely. There's a scripture that's accompanied with that, but he will give it to you without no disregard. Why? Because we all need it. If you want to find your life, find wisdom. Ask your father to give it to you. Let's see what the let's see what the commentary says about wisdom. It says here, and, and this is a um this this is a, such an important message too, because I want you guys to understand one thing for certain. Our children need to understand that wisdom is real. Our children need wisdom in today's society. Parents, it's imperative that we give our kids wisdom. In order for us to give our kids wisdom, we have to have it. The commentary says, God has given you the responsibility to instill wisdom in your children. And there are a lot of noises competing for their attention. So since wisdom doesn't whisper or or mumble or manipulate, make sure you don't either. Your children need to hear you. Your children need to hear you. More or less, your children need to see you getting into your word. Your children need to see you praying. Why? Because these are the things that really do matter. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, we can't take any of the stuff with us. What matters is the things that you can't see. Let's keep reading. It says, these verses spell out the virtues and rewards for those who will listen to wisdom. What she offers is better than silver, gold, or jewels. We should not be satisfied with pursuing merely the social acceptable approach to life. Then, for God has something better planned for those who do life his way. You do have a choice in the matter. The Bible tells us that he gives us blessings and curses, blessings and curses, life and death, and you get to choose. Let's choose wisdom. Let's choose life. It says whoever listens to wisdom becomes becomes developed and has common sense. True story. You do. Because here's the thing, we're always learning. We're all on a journey. We're all still learning. We all, none of us have arrived. So it's important for us to get into the word of God to see his ways of doing things. Because when you do it his way, you're going to see life totally different. It says, whoever listens to wisdom becomes and develops common sense, receiving good advice. Unfortunately, these qualities are in short supply today. So whoever possesses them will not go unnoticed. Love wisdom and she will love you. Search for her and you'll find her. If you heed God's God's seek and find commands, he always promises to deliver what you're looking for. Matthew 7, 7. And it's so crazy because that's what I was going to talk about today. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. And of course, Matthew 8, 7, 8. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and the one who knocks the door will be open. Well, that's what... Wisdom is saying to us as well. You see how they go hand in hand. You know, wisdom isn't some, you know, something that people just, this is a word that you just throw around. Wisdom is real. Wisdom was there before the beginning of time. It says, before the earth began, before the watery depths were poured out, before the mountains were raised, before the fields were laid out, the Lord acquired wisdom. At the beginning, from the heavens above to the foundations of the earth below, God made his world through wisdom. And wisdom wasn't a mere tool that God used it. Was his delight every single day. Every single day. When you when you get in a place and position, when you're talking to God every 
single day and you're asking him for wisdom every single day, trust and believe he's going to give it to you. The problem is we're not asking, we're not seeking, and we're not knocking. We're not, we're not sure because of what we actually see. Well, that's the opposite of faith. Walk by faith and not by sight. If you can see it, then faith isn't required. You have to have faith. And another thing, if you practice having faith more, you will gain a muscle there and it will get stronger and stronger. Your faith will get stronger and you'll start believing and seeing more because God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. When we get up every morning and see first the kingdom of God, we see God blow our minds on days, on, on in times that we don't know how we would have made it. But we trust and believe in him. We lean not to our own understanding, Proverbs 3, 5, 6. So it's important to get wisdom and gain that knowledge so that God can show you himself every single day. It says, what do you learn from this? First, if not for wisdom, you wouldn't be here. Wisdom is woven into creation. Therefore, you can't escape the consequences of rejecting it. Second, your creator has given you an example to follow. God accomplished his glorious work with wisdom. So why attempt your own work without it? And third, wisdom brings joy. If you want to be truly happy in God's kingdom, pursuing wisdom guarantees God will bless you with rejoicing. Listen, the joy of the Lord is truly my strength. We say these affirmations every single day, and we actually get to live them out because as a man thinketh, so is he. But that is wisdom. Fearing the Lord is wisdom. Knowing that he exists is wisdom. Seeking his face is wisdom. You will find her when you seek her with all your heart. See, I didn't know that, you know, it was that imperative to for us to get into the word until I started doing it for myself. I did it because of obedience. God told me to start a prayer call. You know, I didn't know how this prayer call was going to go, and I didn't have instructions. I asked God to show me, and he did just that. He showed me an app. He showed me how to do it, and I did. He gave me the format. He told me, hey, do you, you love your affirmations? I absolutely do. He said, you can still say those affirmations. Guess what? Those affirmations are biblical. They came out of the Bible, straight out of the Word of God. I am a problem solver. You know, I am the head and not the tail. I am above and never beneath. I walk in favor. These are some of the things that we tell ourselves every day because wisdom speaks. When you find wisdom— you find your life. When you find your father, you find your life. It's imperative that you get to know him. You may say, well, you know, Stephanie, I've been talking to God and I've never heard him. Well, what does that heart posture look like? Maybe you have to forgive some people because, listen, if we hold on to hurt, we hold on, we hold on to that pain, it's hard for God to come into that. It's hard. He, he can't work with a hard heart. So it's going to require you to ask for forgiveness. It's going to, ask, it's going to require you to make peace. The Bible says peace. He'll give those peace. Um, what does it say? Peace. He'll give you a peace that surpasses your own understanding. Those whose minds who are stayed on him is there. It's in the word. That's why it's imperative to get into your word. Let's continue reading. It says, wisdom literally brings happiness and it does bring joy. It brings a quality of life because you're no longer doing things on your own merits. You're not doing it by yourself. And when you, find, when you find wisdom, you find your father. And when you find your father, you find his son. See, you see how it all works hand in hand? It says here, it says, if you don't feel hungry for wisdom, it's a good sign that you're actually starving for it. Wisdom has prepared a mind-blowing banquet of blessings for those who will accept her invitation. And rejecting her offer is like rejecting the only source of food. We desperately need God's wisdom, so we need to RSVP immediately and partake of the feast offered Wisdom says, come and you will live. And it's so true. Do you believe that, though? Do you believe the word of God? 
it is it, he he is who he says he is and he's given us insight on what his word says today there are a couple of things that wisdom spoke about that she didn't like okay pride is one of them guess who else does not like pride our father he detests of it satan was thrown out of heaven for it okay humility is the opposite of it i had took some notes and i was like you know i want to talk to you guys today about the standards but um i heard loud as clear as day wisdom and i said okay god but this is wisdom. It's a part of knowing who you are and whose you are in the kingdom of God. We all fall short of the glory. We are all going to mess up. There's not one perfect person, but you can be yourself. That's one of the standards of God. He wants you to be yourself because if you're being yourself, you don't know who he's going to use you to speak to. I'm not for everybody. Everybody's not for me. You're not for everybody. Everybody's not for you. Maybe that room that you're trying to enter in isn't the room that you're supposed to be in. Maybe God has a whole different room set for you. Shout out to Sharika Abercrombie for that little note taken years ago. But it's the true statement. When you yourself, you spend time with God each and every day. And, and think about this. He spent time on us. He made us all the way that we are. The Bible tells us that he foreknew us before we were in our mother's womb. That's big. He already knew who you were. He already knew what you were going to do. Sometimes we try to go off of, you know, what the world tells us. No, God put things on the inside of you. Knowing your talents, your skills, and your your personality, it all makes a difference in who you are. If God be for you, who could be against you? That's what you have to always remember. If God is for you, who could be against you? Also, you know, coming back to pride, put your pride to the side. It's imperative that you put your pride to the side. Pride is the complete opposite of humility. Pride is very deceptive and blinds you into thinking you are above those who are around you. It isn't. That's why he says no one can enter into the kingdom unless they humble themselves as a child. Like, we look at the kids, and, and we see how the world is today. But you can't even enter unless you humble yourself as a child. So pride is something that is going to be tolerated in his kingdom. He just doesn't, because guess what? We're, we're all, nobody's bit better than the, than the next person. There was only one perfect person, and it's Jesus Christ, and he's the Savior. And the Bible tells us, whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Another, another, another uh, standard, another um, point that I want to make here today, too, is stand on the truth. What is the truth? The Word of God. Get into the Word of God. We set our standards through attitudes, actions, and interactions. So if you don't know exactly how to do those things, I can guarantee you nine times out of ten, if you open up the word, you start talking to your father, Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you unsearchable things that you do not know. He will do just what his word says. It's not a joke. He is real. It says here, unbelievers are bold. Unbelievers are bold, so we have to be just as bold as believers. Believers need to be bold this time that we speak up. You know, we've been called for a time such as this, just like Esther. She was set for a time such as this. It's time to make some noise. It's time to show ourselves, show everyone that we are walking with him. You know, he said that he will show himself mighty in the land of the living. And he said in his word, he'll never put us to shame. Do you believe that? His integrity is everything. Having integrity is everything. But standing on the word of God, it means everything. You don't have to fight your battles. The weapons are already won. He said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It won't work. And the Bible doesn't lie. You know, he sets standards, but it, it comes back down to us, role models. What are we teaching? What are we showing? What are we seeking? What are we seeing? What are, our, what are we doing? You know, we have to take accountability for our own actions. We do. I always tell people, 
to look at the man in the mirror. Anytime they start to have problems with other people, I always direct them back to the mirror. Why? Because, you know, there are, there are parts of us that we've had inside of us from day one. There are things on the inside of us that causes us to see things the way that we see them. We have to explore those things because that's what the heart heart comes to play. You know, in, in the only way for his heart, your heart to, to become softened is through the testing and, you know, through trials and tribulations. And he will, he'll soften you. He'll soften you. He'll make it pliable. He'll be able to reshape it and everything. But you have got to let your guard down. You have got to forgive one another. You have got to seek first the kingdom of God. And you got to show love. The Bible tells us above all of these, show love. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. If we don't do nothing else right, love the next person. You see somebody that needs something, don't mind giving it to them. If you have it, give. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what your obedience is going to unlock. And I say that a lot, too, because obedience is better than sacrifice. You know, I'm just throwing some things out here to you guys today because I want you to understand that the Word of God is real. I don't play with it. You know, we seek His face every single day. We have different stories. You know, we have testimonies, all kinds of things that that go on in that prayer call that just moves me to tears. Sometimes we're on there for two hours. Sometimes we're on there for four hours. You know, it's just depending on how long the Spirit is moving. But God is who He says He is. And it's time for us to start seeking His face. Start asking Him for wisdom. Start trusting in His Word. Faith without works is dead. What works do you think He's speaking of? He's not talking about going into a plant and clocking in. He's talking about the work in this book, opening up your Bible, opening up the app, getting to know him, calling out to him, speaking to him, getting around like-minded people. This is all wisdom. And, And your life will, oh my God, your life will get so much better when you start using wisdom, applying wisdom to into your life, into your everyday life with your children. And pray with your kids. Do affirmations with your kids as well. You know, shout out to Gloria Miller. She does affirmations with her children. It's important. If we're if we're saying affirmations, she wants her children to, to be well-equipped as well. You know, these are some nuggets that are going to help you navigate whatever it is that you're going through in life. God is not sitting back saying, you know, I don't know what you're going to do. All he wants you to do is trust in his word and trust in his will and trust in his way. Today, I'm praying God will remind you of who you, who he says that you are. He says you're loved, you're extraordinary, seen, chosen, victorious, and so much more. So don't believe anything else other than what the Father says about you. It says, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. That's Ephesians 2, verse 10. God doesn't always make his will clear because He values our being transformed more than our being informed. So let us be transformed by the renewing of our mind. How do we do that? Start seeking his face, getting up, set your alarm clock, Um, devote that time to God. Say, okay, daddy, because if you want to see something different in your life, you have to do something different in your life. So just start talking to him. All right, dad, I want to see something different. What do I need to do? I guaranteed you he will start talking back to you. If he starts with forgiveness, he's going to say, all right, I need you to go to forgive your brother. I need you to go to forgive your sister. Just do it. It do it. You don't know what it's going to unlock. You don't know what's on the other side of that obedience. Maybe God wants to give you the you know, your heart's desires, but it's tied to your forgiveness. It's tied to something that you don't want to let go. Maybe it's a bad relationship. You don't want to let this relationship go because it's all you've ever known. It's okay. When you let that go, you'll see that God has something bigger and better for you. Just start trusting in His will. His, your children don't want to act right? Talk to God about it. All you have to do is say, all right, Father, I am giving my child. I am here. 
He's yours. He was yours to begin with. I want to give him back to you. I don't want to worry about him because we can't add another life, another day to our life by worrying. I want to give him back to you. I want to say, here you go. With all of that said, do it and see what God does, okay? Because he is who he says he is, not by power or might, but by the spirit of the living God. Trust in his will when you don't even understand his way. And also trust in his timing, God's timing. You know, there's a season for everything in our life, everything that's written under the sun of us. There's a time, a place, event, all of that. And God is not surprised at where we are. You know, his timing and our timing does not equate to be the same. With that said, you know, God called me into ministry and I was ordained as a prophetess about two months ago um, by Prophetess Deborah um, out of Atlanta. And, you know, I was looking for a church. I was looking for a building. And when I was looking for a building, I talked to God about it. And I said, Dad, you know, um, you're going to have to show me how, how to do this because, you know, yes, I've had a prayer call for the past six years. Yes, I've um, been mentoring and I have people that, um, you know, that I speak to on a daily basis. But church is big. God said, I want you to do it afraid. So I said yes to the call. I said yes to the call. I'm not, I'm not revoking it at all. So now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, where do you want me to do this? And um, I was with um, a couple of friends one day, and we were riding around looking and just looking for a building. And God, um, Deja, shout out to Deja Nicholson and my fiance, Edward Harrison. Um, you guys may know him as Andre. They were trying to give me an address of a location um, near Crestfield Road. And, and I didn't know. They were just giving me like a little landmark. Well, anyway, I ended up going to the wrong church. It just happened to be the right church. Um, the church that I ended up at was Disciple Fellowship Baptist Church. How ironic is a disciples church? And I, even more ironic, um, shout out to Reverend Moon and Reverend Skinner. Um, they, this is their, they, they help people start that want to start churches, right? Is that not crazy? God led me right to the right place at the right time. And so with all of that said, we will be at 105 Crestwood, sorry, Crestfield Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29605. On Sunday at 1.30, we love to see your smiling faces in the building. But this was all God's doing is God's timing. And, you know, of course, I'm not the person that says, hey, y'all, look at me. I want to be judged. I want to be condemned. I want to be spoken to this kind of way because I believe. But I have to be bold. I believe in the word of God. I believe what it says. I, I know that he's doing a new thing inside of me. I know that seeking first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added is a true statement. That's Matthew 6.33, by the way. I want to invite you guys out to the Light of God CNS Church. Um, you know, this is new for me, but I'm super excited about this journey that God has me on. I know that I've been called for such a time as this. I'm excited about working for the kingdom. I want to leave you guys with this. I'm praying you'll be comforted by God's promise to give you strength, comfort, and love, grace, and so much more. And He never breaks His promises. Always remember, he never breaks his promises. Colossians 3, 16. Listen, y'all have an amazing week on purpose. Peace, love, and joy. I'm nice with the flow. Just like the demeanor.